Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm going to talk about fibre, what it is, how it benefits your health, and how to maximise your intake with easy food swaps and choices each day, and let's feed those gut bacteria. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast, everybody. Going to be a great show today. I'm incorporating some wisdom from my team in today's episode. So stay tuned for that. We are talking all about feeding the gut microbiome or those billions of bacteria in your gut today. But for those of you tuning in to The Daily Dollop for the first time and you haven't met me before, my name's Kate Freeman and I'm a registered nutritionist and I'm the founder of The Healthy Eating Hub and The Healthy Eating Clinic. And because we're talking about bacteria in your gut and gut health and fibre today, my fun fact is going to be an absolute overshare, just so you know all about me. But is I go to the toilet every day, which is good, like you guys all do, but I do a number two around 7am like clockwork. It's generally straight after my morning coffee. And yeah, I am very regimented with my number twos, except when I travel and then I don't go to the toilet. It's like something happens, some sort of stress, even if it's very positive travel, which most of my travel is. I don't go to the toilet for a couple of days, which is super frustrating and I don't know why it happens. But there you go. That's today's overshare. Do you go to the toilet at the same time every day to hit me up on my socials. I'd love to know if you're an oversharer as well. But let's get stuck into feeding your gut bacteria. And specifically what I'm focusing on in today's episode is fiber because it is what makes those gut bacteria thrive. But I want to start the session by talking about what fiber actually is and how it actually helps us be healthy. And so dietary fiber is the term that we use to describe a group of nutrients that then fall into the larger carbohydrate macronutrient group. So dietary fiber is a type of carbohydrate. However, unlike sugar and starch, which are other types of carbohydrates, the body can digest and absorb sugar and starch, but fiber is so large and complex that it actually escapes digestion and absorption and it travels all the way through the intestines to the colon or your large intestine, and then you poo it out. And so fiber is basically the structural element of plants. So if you remember science from high school where you learnt about cells, Body cells or cells of mammals and humans have a cell membrane that keep all the components of the cell together. But a plant cell not only has a cell membrane, but it also has a cell wall um, known as cellulose, which is the structural element of the plant. And so fiber 
is this structural cell wall part of the plant. You know, it's the the bran of a grain, it's the outer casing and parts of the seed, it's the roughage of a leaf and stem, you know, and and so, so, so much more. So fibre only comes from plant-based foods. You won't find it at all in any animal-based foods. And so, you know, one of the things that fascinates me about fibre is that it's so good for us There is so much research supporting the importance of fibre in our diet and and ensuring that we're getting enough of it regularly. But for us to just poo it all out at the end, which, you know, it kind of seems like how is it healthy to us if we just poo it out? And so here are the key reasons why fibre is so good for us. Firstly, it's, you know, it binds to water in the gut. And so this does a number of things. It slows down gastric emptying. It creates a soft, bulky poo that passes through easily, you know, through your intestines and out, you know, and it's taking, you know, toxins and and different waste products out and eliminating them nice and easily and quickly. But it also, you know, this binding to water helps us feel full and satisfied. And There are actually two sort of key types of fibres, soluble and insoluble, and they are classified based on their interaction with water. And it's the two of these types of fibres working together within the gut, either being fully, you know, um, soluble into water or insoluble that then creates this lovely bulky poo. The second reason fibre benefits our health is that it binds to cholesterol in our gut. Now, cholesterol is actually a lipoprotein, which is, means it's made up of protein and fat. And it's essentially the carrier molecule of fat around the body. So it helps transport fat around the body. And one of its jobs is that it's excreted into the intestines through bile to help digest fat. It binds to fat and then it's reabsorbed back into the bloodstream to carry that fat to where it needs to go into storage or for burning. Now, fiber that's also in the intestines actually binds to cholesterol. And because fiber then is eliminated, fiber is one of the ways that we can reduce cholesterol because it reduces its reabsorption back into the bloodstream. So adequate fiber in your diet is actually a key dietary strategy for reducing cholesterol. It's not just about worrying about your dietary fats. Fibre is a key thing that I work with clients and my whole team do when we're working with someone with high cholesterol. So super, super cool. And so, of course, because fibre reduces cholesterol reabsorption, it thereby reduces the body's total cholesterol amount, helping reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease. The last thing, which is the sort of key part of my session today, is feeding your good gut bacteria. And so the beneficial bacteria in your gut, like the ones that I talked about in the probiotic episode earlier this week, is that these good bacteria ferment the fiber. So although we ourselves don't have the ability to break down and digest and absorb fiber, the bacteria can to a certain extent. And the byproduct of this fermentation or of them, you know, eating the fiber is a number of chemicals that have been shown to be really beneficial to our health, anti-inflammatory, anti-cancer, you know, helps our immune system function well. So, you know, and because a lot of our immune cells reside in the gut because it's the outside world inside of us, maximizing your fiber intake is a key way of helping 
that whole system stay nice and healthy and thriving. So if you don't, you know, you might be taking a probiotic, which is, you know, check out my previous episode on that to find out more, but it's taking the live bacteria and ingesting them in the hope that they'll help colonize your gut. You can take that probiotic, but if you're not feeding them regularly, they will not establish and and thrive down in your large intestine. So fiber needs to be eaten regularly. And, you know, it's all of these health benefits, right? Binding to water in the gut, binding to cholesterol, feeding your good bacteria. That is one of the key reasons why I don't think that very low carb or keto diets are the best approach long term, simply because they cut out and greatly reduce a number of fiber-rich foods. And most of the studies that show a benefit to ketogenic and low-carbohydrate diets are purely just focusing on either weight status or glycemic control. They're not actually focusing more broadly and holistically on health, which includes things like cardiovascular disease and cholesterol, includes things like you know gut health and um, stool regularity, um, immune health, things like that. And so, you know, although science is really good at telling us particular stories. We also don't ever want to take research just as a small snapshot. We need to put it into the bigger picture. And the bigger picture of nutrition research tells us that fiber and fiber rich foods that are often carbohydrate containing foods are really great for us to include. So fibers found in vegetables, fruit, whole grains, legumes, nuts, and seeds. And you need about 25 to 30 grams of fiber each day. And that's the recommended intake based on, you know, a large body of research. Now to do that and to reach that target, considering the food environment that we're in, that's high in ultra processed foods, which often removes the fiber during the processing, is that we do need to make an effort each day to eat enough of certain foods to hit that target. And I actually love working with clients to increase their fiber intake because when I do that, one, I'm encouraging people to eat more of something rather than to eat less of something, which I believe is just a key nutrition principle is getting nutrition into you. So let's get the fiber into you. But when I get you to increase your fiber intake, I'm getting you to increase your diet quality because you're eating more whole foods. I'm getting you to eat more veggies, more fruit, more nuts, more seeds, all foods that are not only going to boost your fiber intake, but also enhance your nutrient intake, vitamins, minerals, antioxidants, right? So all very, very healthy foods. But enough from me because, you know, I jabber on a lot and you guys hear me jabber on every day and I appreciate you tuning in. But we're going to hear from my team. They've they've shared some really practical ways that how they work with their clients, just some quick 60 second snippets, just to help encouraging you to increase your fiber intake. So first up, let's hear from Claire. Hi, I'm Claire. I'm one of the dietitians at the Healthy Eating Clinic with Kate. And a couple of tips I use to nudge up your daily fiber intake are some simple swaps like using a higher fiber bread, like a soy and linseed or a rye bread. I always like to make sure that I've got two pieces of fruit in the day. And I find that chopping that up at the beginning of the day actually makes it much more likely that I will eat it. But even doing things like sprinkling some seeds on your cereal, adding a couple of teaspoons of psyllium husk to a smoothie 
or a, a little bit of bran on top of your breakfast or your usual breakfast in the morning. All those things will gradually add up to get you a lot closer to the 25 to 30 grams of fibre that we need each day. Cheers. Amazing, Claire. I love all of those ideas. And I also love the concept of nudging, right? Just little small things that then accumulate across the day that means that you're actually hitting this target. And I mean, particularly fruit, for example, one piece of fruit contains between four and five grams of fiber. So if you're hitting two pieces of fruit a day, there is, you know, a third of your daily fiber requirements right there. So amazing tips there. Thank you so much, Claire. Now let's hear from Camille. Hi, my name's Camille. I'm on the admin team at the Healthy Eating Clinic with Kate. And I like to get fiber in my diet, uh, mostly from fruit and veg, but also from nuts and seeds. So always leaving the skin on my fruit and veg. So things like pears, nectarines, um, things like that. Always leaving the skin on, eating it with the skin. Also sweet potato and cucumber. Again, don't bother peeling it, just eat it with the skin. I also like adding things like almonds or pumpkin seeds or sunflower seeds to my yogurt in the morning. Um, adds for flavor, crunch, but also a really good way to get some fiber in. Also things like a gentle fiber blend from Woolies or like a psyllium husk. Um, really easy, um, a thing to add to the breakfast in the morning. And yeah, good source of fiber. Amazing, Camille. I love those ideas. And great tip around leaving the skin on your fruit and veg. You definitely do increase the fiber that way, um, particularly for things like potato and sweet potato, keeping the skin on, just like wash and scrub those in there. You can absolutely eat the skin. Both Claire and Camille have mentioned psyllium husk, which is a really great way of adding fiber. So it's just... Um, bran that's sort of been extracted and it's quite it's a soluble fiber so it, it binds to water and goes a little gelatinous it's really great um, way of helping manage constipation if you've got that because it creates a bulky soft stool it's brilliant added to um, smoothies I actually have a recipe on the healthy eating hubs website it's breakfast apple crumble oh no excellent and it's got psyllium husk in it and um, it makes it a really great fiber breakfast all right now we're going to hear from Michelle hi I'm Michelle and I work with Kate as a pediatric dietitian at the healthy eating clinic Fibre would have to be one of the most common nutrients that my clients struggle to get enough of. To help overcome this, one particular food that I like to help clients build into their diet are legumes. The reason for this is that they are really big hitters when it comes to fibre, and one serve can give you around a third of your daily fibre needs. They're also relatively easy to bring into existing family favourites. You could add kidney beans to mince for Mexican dishes, or lentils into bolognese sauces, four bean mix added to your salad, or blitzing some cannellini beans into pumpkin soups. Even baked beans on toast for breakfast will do the trick. Another handy product to bring legumes into your diet are pulse pastas or having dried chickpeas or dried fava beans as a snack. There's just so many different ways to get them in. Give it a try. Amazing, Michelle. Thank you so much for those ideas. Legumes, such an underrated food, particularly in Western culture. The Middle Eastern and European cultures are much better at eating them than we are. But they are, like Michelle said, big hitters on the fibre. And so great ideas on including legumes into your weekly meals, Michelle. Amazing. So definitely give them a try. If you're not a huge fan of legumes, you've got to start with hiding them in meals. So I just want to say that I didn't grow up liking legumes, didn't eat them frequently as a child, wasn't a huge fan of them. And now I would eat them, you know, two, three times a week, just hiding them in meals. And 
and actually enjoying them. So give them a try. Just you got you got to start somewhere. Lastly, we're going to hear from Melissa. I'm Melissa and I'm a dietitian at the Healthy Eating Clinic with Kate. When it comes to fiber, the obvious thing to do is to increase your fruit and vegetable intake. But my top tip on increasing your fiber intake is to work with the non-fruit and vegetable-based foods that you eat regularly on a daily basis. So this tends to be grain-based staples. For example, in my household, we eat foods like bread, rice, and pasta quite regularly. So I often have to rely on high fiber options or whole grain options as a way to bump up the fiber without having to change the way I eat dramatically. There are some really good varieties out there for fiber. I think the last bread I picked provided nearly 10 grams of fiber per two slices of bread. Now that's a third of your daily fiber needs. And that's not even factoring the fruit or the vegetable that you'll be having um, across the day as well. Amazing, Mel. I really like Mel's advice here. Obviously, increasing your fruit and vegetable intake is a key part. And in fact, if you hit, you know, your five serves of veggies, so around five cups of vegetables or salad and two serves of fruit, you're going to hit around 50% of your daily fiber needs right there. The other 50% can easily come from your carbohydrate rich staples that you do eat regularly. And there's absolutely no need to cut these out and in fact portion controlling them like we would recommend and choosing high fiber options is one a great way to moderate your carbohydrate intake and help keep your blood sugar levels stable while because you're meeting your fiber needs so things like yeah your wholemeal bread brown rice high fiber pasta options amazing um veta pasta and this is not sponsored at all i i will never be sponsored by food industry just so that you know that you're always getting my honest advice here, but they do a fabulous high fiber white pasta. You know, there's great brown rice and quinoa cups. There's even brown rice with chia cups, which boosts the fiber. There's these lovely barley max wraps, you know, some really cool carbohydrate products are coming out that are also high fiber, that are great options. So today your goal is to choose some lovely high fiber Foods, see if you can hit that 25 to 30 grams. Have a great day, team, and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves, and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods, or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.